Internet, we're back for a post-election podcast. There have been so many post-election podcasts and post-election think pieces. I almost didn't want to record tonight. Yeah? Yeah. I just feel like we're being part of the noise, the general noise of people complaining and fretting. And internet. You don't think people have good reason to be upset? People have had a reason to be upset before this election. Yes. I'm upset that people are just now upset. (laughs) Or feigning upset. Yo. People should have been upset 300 years ago. Only 300 years ago? Okay, maybe more. 400 years ago. People should have been upset a long time ago. A millennia! By the way. People should have been upset a long time ago, but certainly anyone that's living now, you know... That's a, an adult? Yes. You should have been upset all your life. Like, is this the best that I can do, that I can do as a human, that we can do as, as humankind? So let me tell you what happened. Most people don't even have to ask themselves that question. That is the gift of structural racism, exploitative economic systems. That is the gift of white supremacy. That more than half of the population doesn't even need to ask themselves that question. It never occurs to them to ask themselves that question. And what we are seeing now is people who thought they were asking themselves that question, realizing that they actually had not and had not answered the question appropriately, Mm -hmm. come up against the hard reality of what is, in fact, American life. Mm-hmm. And what it means to be uncomfortable. And what it means to be outside the norm and not have it validated in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. So the question is, what are y'all going to do now? What are y'all going to do now? What you going to play now? Bobby, I don't know. But whatsoever I play, it's got to be funky. Yeah. One, two, Three, make it fun. Make it fun. Make it fun. I got the make it fun. Make it fun. Make it fun. Tell me, ain't it?
by the way, we're the Newlyweds Podcast. <laughs> I'm CS, your DP, <laughs> and we're talking the usual. They heard they heard that in our musical intro. Yeah, but they didn't hear the introduction. Well, we apologize. We apologize. CS Chocolate Snowflake is totally right. We are right. We just jumped right in. We no are the word, Newlyweds no Podcast. Still, we're still, still Newlyweds. Still, I feel like someone recently just congratulated me for getting married. Yeah, and I was just like cha-ching. I feel like Trump being elected makes us Newlyweds again. <laughs> Because it's a brave new world out there. It is definitely a brave new world. It would have been a brave new world regardless. That's true. Whoever had been elected. That's true. It would be a brave new world. We'd be dealing with a different set of problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. We'd be, we'd be dealing sure. with um, some global issues. I mean, you know, who knows what we're going to deal with ultimately? Well, I mean, the thing is, we'd be dealing with global issues, but we'd also still be dealing with the issues that we're dealing with right now, Which just is, in a different way. Can I tell you something? We'd be dealing with the issues like real that talk. We're dealing it's not with, like this just came up out of nowhere. We'd be dealing with the issues that we're dealing with right now, with the people that we're more frequently around, still not having to ask themselves the difficult question of what is this life about? What is this mm-hmm. country about? What am I? What am I about? What am I about? What am I representing? What am I about? So. So, anyhow, thank you for listening, and I, and I hope whoever's listening, you're asking yourself that question. Listen, there is no, there's no doomsday scenario that I'm going to imagine. Of. I, I just don't believe that, simply because, first of all, white people like money too much to just really run off the rails crazy like that. Mm. But see, what we're saying, the question that needs to be asked and answered requires running off the rails. Yes. Because there's no way to answer that question honestly and still... And still stay on track, still right? stay on track. That's right, right? But no, no, no. No one's getting off, no one's getting off, off these rails. But that's how we got here. That's because right. Because people thought they could find a middle way and still talk the talk but not walk the walk, mm-hmm. a.k.a. neoliberalism. Mm. So neoliberalism is the problem? Well, I think it gave... It created an atmosphere that allowed... A Trump to succeed in the mm-hmm. sense that not that it created something new in that, you know, racism and misogyny and patriarchy, all, the thing, all, the, all those things didn't exist. Economic already, exploitation. Exactly. All those existed already. Yeah. But it traded in the language of progressivism without actually engaging it. Without actually being. So it made the gulf wider. Mm. And it, it, it contributed to the disenfranchisement of more than just black people mm. and brown people. So you have all of these folks that are looking at this saying, hey, we're part of the exception. We've been told all our life we're special in one way or another because we're the norm. Mm -hmm. And yet we don't feel like we're experiencing the norm. We're not experiencing the benefits of this culture that's allegedly, you know, built around us as the center. And so, you know what? F you. I don't like I don't like I don't like that. We've been positing uh, the Trump supporters as uneducated White folks. Well, that's not true either. They are. They're very educated. They're super educated. Absolutely. Middle class, educated white people who... No, no. But they still feel disenfranchised. (laughs) They do. That is is exactly what's going on. I'm not saying it's legit, but that's how they feel. They still feel under siege. Of course. Because if they're not able to hold on to the middle class status, if they're 
college educated, but they can't get a job. And there's all of this ways in which they feel the only visible markers of who they are is disappearing. Well, hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. They can't, they don't see their lives in the way that their parents' lives are. No. So that, that right there, I mean, boom. You know, you've got an education and you're... You and whose fault is that? Living in your mom's basement. Well, you know, and so that's got to be somebody else's fault. Right. Right. Not mine. Because I'm, you know... Internet's... I'm special. I'm special. Internet's, uh, I don't want to say that we're fucked because <laughs> no. we're, we're not. We're, no, we're no, not fucked. We're not. We're not fucked. But seriously, fucking get your act together, you fucks out there. You fucks that are fucked. Okay, <laughs> get your fuck shit together already. That's my only. That's my only advice. And thank God none of those people are listening to this podcast anyway, because <laughs> they would fucking hate. They would hate and they would snitch. <laughs> on the music we play, <laughs> so they get a shut down. They would definitely they would go to they would go to iTunes or SoundCloud and be like these people are playing copywritten music and they get our whole shit closed down. They would and report us. That's right. They would snitch. Now, now wait, because you and I had this discussion the other night. Are they snitching or are they narking? I I don't know what the fuck that means to narc on someone. I don't know. I I've never heard it. CS, you introduced that that term to me. Well, I think it means the same thing as snitching. How? Well, it comes from, at least as far as I know, like during the 80s when you had all of this like war on drugs, you know, talk. And so the narc agents, the DA, no, no. narcotics agents. Get over here. Would like infiltrate, quote unquote. Making all this damn noise. Drug rings. And, um, and then, you know. I, I don't even, I don't even And then know. they would turn, they would. No evidence and, no. and testify and no. so you were narking you were acting like a undercover narcotic officer so you were essentially snitching no i, I don't did know. i just make that up i i'm thinking you totally pull that out of somewhere no it can't be never right. heard of that internet you Yo, ever heard, someone you back ever me up heard here. of that, that someone back me up here never heard of that never heard of that oh man. never heard of that so what 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 is the appropriate musical interlude you know what i haven't even i haven't even thought about that right now i haven't really thought about music this whole week, you know, the music kind of, I'm just so fatigued from all of this discussion. Let's get on with it already. Let's get on with the let's di- get on with the let's resistance. Get on, let's get on with the dystopia already. <laughs> You're saying the Hunger Games is real? Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on because, um, F it. F it. Well, internet, we came back because a bunch of friends asked us, said, hey, Where's the, when's the next podcast? You know, give us some post-election talk. And I just have to be honest. I hope you guys are as fatigued with this political discussion as I am. All right? We, we talk about politics pretty much... People talk about politics pretty much every four years. And it gets really intense when we're about to get a, a brand new regime. Like, we didn't talk about politics as heavy as we are four years ago because it was uh, the incumbent... 
who was running again, and we were kind of making fun of um, his, his his the guy he was running against. But who it, was that? Uh, Romney. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Okay. Because you said it like you didn't know who it was. I almost did. You were like the guy. He was Who was that dude? Yeah, who was that dude? Who was that dude? For real. That's what I mean. We don't, we don't, I don't even remember who he was running against. It was so inconsequential. So the good news is that life still goes on. My internet's sneaker con went down. I, I was able to be a part of it, SneakerCon New York City. Did you have fun? I did have fun. Two days of just talking sneakers, shaking hands, kicking it with other sneakerheads. Felt great. It, it just felt great to be amongst uh, my tribe. Yeah, I can understand that. That was fun. That was fun. So now, and the good thing for me is that because I don't work for SneakerCon anymore, I can go to any sneaker convention I want to now. Oh, and you mean the, the non-SneakerCon sneaker convention? Any sneaker are, are con, there a sneaker such con. Things? Of course there is. Okay, I don't know. Any sneaker con, a sneaker con for me now. Okay. So that's that's that has me excited. So every day is sneaker con for you. No, any sneaker convention. Okay. Is sneaker con for me. And Sunday, Not November Sunday. Sunday, November twentieth. They, they may be listening to this in December. We don't know. Okay. <laughs> Sunday, November twentieth. I'll be in D.C. Georgetown, to be exact. Uh-huh. At Sport Zone on uh, M Street. Okay. Sunday, November 20th, from what 3 to 6 p.m. I'll be uh, recording a live podcast with a good friend of mine, Soul Frito. Okay. Uh, he's going to do his sneaker podcast live, and he asked me to be a guest uh, along with some other folks. But that's going down, D.C., November 20th. So here's the real question. What about your outfit? architecture because you rolled deep this past whatever sneaker con whenever it was rolled deep you you need to do me a favor you have to stop that (laughs) internet i call my wife chocolate snowflake because she is chocolate but her slang is definitely snowflake okay i did not roll deep i did not roll deep i did not okay yes you did how did I roll deep? <laughs> you went deep into the archive. Okay. And pulled out. Stop some it. Really, stop it. Really, stop. And then you roll. Stop your slang. You stop your, stop your, your wanton abuse of slang. <laughs> you rolled Tarble. into the sneaker card. Your, your, your chocolate credibility <laughs> is being undermined whenever you use slang. Please. Yes. Outfit architecture will be any public appearance, my outfit architecture. I promise. I mean, I, I got too much shit anyway. If I didn't mangle slang, what would you have to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk about some other things. 
So what what are we watching? Uh, what are we consuming entertainment-wise? Yeah, the, the news, I don't know. I just realized that there has been this trend, and maybe it's been going on for a while, and I just didn't realize it. I was all caught up in the dystopia of the, you know, zombiehood and mm-hmm. the whole thing. But there is a lot of shows, and they're all about people killing each other. Like, basically, I just watched this, this binge-watched this show on Netflix called The Fall, which is set in, I think it's in Scott, no, Ireland. And it's about this guy who is a serial murderer, but also a husband with two kids and a wife with a baby on the way and all kinds of perversions. And then, and it was really good, but it was really dark. And then there's this other show that's also British about another police detective who's obsessed with another serial killer. And now I'm that's just not dark watching. mirror. That's not dark mirror. I'm talking it? about black mirror. Black no, mirror. Black mirror is something else. Okay. But that is also very dark. Okay. And then I was just started watching the night of, which was the HBO little um, like mini series. That's all about this guy that allegedly murders this girl. And I'm a little late to that show. I mean, it came out a while ago. But get in where you like, fit in. Get in where you fit in. How? All these shows about people basically like killing people. Well, wasn't there always tons of shows about people killing people? I don't know. It seems kind of I mean, dark, though. Every Law and Order show is about somebody who kills somebody. You know? That is true. Okay. That is true. That we is are true. obsessed with that as a as humankind. It's just a lot. We're obsessed with dead people. Why? Why? Good Why? question. Good question. But we're not obsessed with dead people. We're obsessed with the act of creating dead people. Mm-hmm. Of killing people. That's horrible. Mm. What does that say? Getting us ready for the culling, the kill off. The purge? The purge. (laughs) (laughs) Back to election night. (laughs) Oh man, how do we avoid this? How do we. Listen, we just have to keep doing what we're doing times 10. I just want to make sure that the people who always end up carrying the freight and carrying the weight survive this period while everybody else figures out how they're going to fix it. Mm-hmm. That's my concern. So that's creative resistance. That's putting your money where your mouth is, putting your body where your talk is. And, you know, like I'm here, I'm all here for intersectionality, but the other half has to step up to the plate, yo. Y'all created this mess. Please fix it. Oh, man, listen. Fix it. They're not, they not about to fix it. Because we have carried the weight and done everything we possibly could. They're not about to fix it. That will require well, more than just hand-wringing. Then that means, that means then that our job is to survive. Okay. And to flourish in the ways that we can and to resist. As we do. As we do. And maybe the rest of the house falls down. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that we come out of it okay. Mm-hmm. Internet, a, a bunch of you have asked me online, uh, how am I doing health-wise? How's my foot doing? Um, how am I doing with my health? And, I, and, I'm, and I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm getting better. I'm getting better as each day goes by. Uh, but I'm starting to realize, I'm starting to, to come to the point, CS, where it's, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to kind of maintain the maintain the edge 
and maintain the diet that I've been working with. Yeah. And then I got to tell you, sometimes it gets a little bit depressing. It's a little bit sad. Mm. And there's such an emotional well that we go to when we're eating. We go to for food. Yep. I mean, there's a reason why they call food comfort food. There's a reason why everybody was drinking and eating for the past two days like crazy. (laughs) Make themselves feel better. Right, right. And I'm I'm realizing I can't go to that well that I've always gone to. Hmm. I mean, I kind of realized that already. Yeah. But it really... It really kind of is hitting me as uh, I'm working out this new position at my job and and just dealing with life in general. The ups, the downs, the things that might make me a little sad. I would say, oh, man, I could go to this well and, and you know, eat something to kind of make me feel good again. But I can't do that. So what are you replacing that with? I haven't found anything yet. I mean, right now it's just... The, the taste of the salt of my tears. <laughs> but I, I haven't found a replacement yet. program and i'm still sticking with this all right so i mean thank you for the well wishes always really and i mean those of you that really prayed for me and really said man i hope this guy gets better i needed that because i was i was in a dark 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 place and and you guys were behind me you guys really supported me so i thank you guys for that again and and i'm not in a dark place anymore but i'm still i'm still deep in the tunnel and I'm We're coming still out. struggling. Yeah, it's, it's real. It's real. But I'm, I'm so determined to keep all my limbs. And I am so proud of you for staying the course. Because it was around this time last year when things started to go off the rails, you know. And slowly, 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 slowly. slowly. But we're, we're approaching this time. We're approaching right. this time of the year. Thanksgiving's coming around. We're approaching the holidays, holiday parties. Just the, the, just the things that, that you know, will, will, will slightly tip you. And, you know, if you don't be careful and keep accounting and keep, you know, and and keep focused, man, next thing you know, you'll be gone. You'll be, you know, you'll be on the other side again. And I can get there just that quick, Internet. Yeah. All right, because I don't take any pharmaceuticals to regulate my blood sugar. I don't take any drugs, no insulin, no metformin, no, um, they got tons of diabetic medications out there now. And as a matter of fact, I even considered getting on a pharmaceutical. And what happened was my insurance said, man, listen, you've spent, you've spent too much money on your ass 
All right, no, fuck that. You better find something cheaper. You know, thank goodness they didn't. You know, otherwise I'd have been on a pharmaceutical. But they didn't want to pay at this point. So think about that too. You know, you can, you know, you can hit the ceiling for your expenses. Well, I mean, I think for me the bigger issue was that when we were trying it out, there were other changes that we saw in your health that were not good, that were part of the quote unquote list of side effects. And I just, I feel really strongly if you're if you're going to get well, then you need to be well. Like, there's no side effects. That is the effect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, I mean, there's, there's no There shouldn't shame. be any side no, effects to wellness. There's no sh- right. There's no... If that's what you need to get through, and Lord knows there are lots of people that, that, that need that help, then more power to you. There's nothing wrong with that. I would never tell anybody, choose illness over, you know, taking a drug that's going to help you get better. I don't think that that's the right way to go. But if you have the capacity and the support system and the knowledge and people around you to help you truly get well, you know then we should try. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do it. Do it. Just you know? do it. Take it. I have a cold internet, so that's why I sound the way I do. It was brought on by Trump. I blame him. <laughs> I blame him. I'm going to blame him for everything for the next couple of months. I might have given you that cold, though. You did? Yeah. That's how you get well. You give me your germs to hold. <laughs> <laughs> I give you my germs. I give you my burden to hold. Internets, I gotta tell you something. Well, that's what the we do. The worst thing in the world you could do is the worst thing in the world I can do is have to call up my weed guy, Ugh. and my weed guy is a weed head. Ugh. Like he doesn't want to do anything. No, that's so annoying. Yeah, when your weed guy is no. a is a weed head, like God bless you. God <laughs> bless if you ever get plugged. Oh man, you know they have to be really. I don't know. I don't know what. It is to motivate a weed head, like a hard body weed head. He's like, yeah, you want to buy some stuff? Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you coming over? <laughs> yeah, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of stuck right now. I'm jammed up now, waiting for my weed guy to come to come out of his haze. Yeah. Yeah, so, well maybe maybe he just moved to California. Maybe that's where we need to go. My new weed guy needs to be a cokehead. Oh no! <laughs> then they would be at least then they'd motivated. be on it, right? Right, they'd be right? motivated. They'd be, be like moving. delivery service, ringing the bell five minutes that's later. That's the thing. You got to make sure whatever drug you're fucking with, that your supplier fucks with something different. Word. That's that's the lesson I'm learning right now. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Same drugs no more. She don't 
laugh the same way no more We don't do the, we don't do the same drugs Do the same drugs no more Where did you go? Why would you stay? You must have lost your marbles You always were so forgetful In a hurry Don't wait up I was too late, I was too late A shadow of what I once was Cause we don't, we don't Do what we say we're gonna You were always perfect And I was only practice Don't you miss the days Stranger, don't you miss the days Don't you miss the danger We don't Do the same drugs no more. Do the same drugs no more. We don't do the same drugs. Do the same drugs no more. We don't do the same drugs no more. We don't do the we don't do the same drugs no more. We don't do the we don't do the same drugs. So what's up? What else? What else do we have to to get in these folks, these good folks' ears about? Well. I mean, there was lots of other things going on in the ballot besides President-elect Trump. Mm-hmm. There was um, the legalization of pot in California. Mm-hmm. And I think a couple other places, but California was the biggest state. And then there was California threatening to secede, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to find a way not to be regulated by uh, Trump-appointed feds. And let's see what else. Um, yeah, police still over militarized. Um, black and brown people still being targeted. So, pretty much status quo. <laughs> Internet. That's that's the lesson we need to take from the beginnings of this Trump presidency. And that I mean, America. Business as usual. <laughs> All right? Living in America. What song is that? James Brown. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Didn't work. All right. Huh. That was the CS version. Like my slang. <laughs> Internets. It's the Newlyweds podcast. All right? You tuned in. We talk to you, and now we're going to let you go so you can do talk some other shit. Us. <laughs> we're going to let you go fuck around and listen to another podcast or something. Get on with your lives, all right? Don't worry about it. It's just four years. It's just politics, y'all. All right? We'll make it through. <laughs>